right, so we're recording another episode of the Q Chat, and I have my good friend who has been a regular on the show, Miss China the Writer. Hello, hello out there. <laughs> so one thing a lot of us are doing during this quarantining is obviously watching a lot of television. So ironically, Miss China and I did a previous episode on my favorite show. Insecure. So, of course, the season four premiered this Sunday. So, Miss China and I, we're just going to go ahead and chat about our favorite show. So, China, what did you think? So, that's the first thing I want to get your opinion on. What was your thoughts on the first episode of season four? Well, I mean, (laughs) it kind of started off with, I mean, let's put it like this. It was a whole lot of erotic stuff going on. <laughs> it was a I lot of this one. I can't lie. I wasn't. Uh, I was I like, wait a minute. Has it normally been like that? Because I don't remember it being that. It, it's not <laughs> like that, honestly. I was just like, and like, I'm not approved, but I was just kind of like, okay, really? But, <laughs> you know, right. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't in the best of mood Sunday. I don't know. But I was just like, this is a bit excessive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, it, that, it just seemed like it was a lot of thrown in there right but outside of that i really enjoyed the episode um it it was definitely real and it was addressing some real uh real real world issues so i did enjoy that part so i enjoyed it overall me too so let's get started with the first shocker honestly the first minute into the the premiere i was not ready like i literally had to rewind when she's like i'm not effing with molly anymore i was like oh my god so the interesting part for me was obviously since they started out with a big it seemed like they took the the finale of the season and threw it up front so we know what to expect so obviously I think for the viewers we can expect their friendship to demise or even if they do make up in this season obviously something's going to happen so what was your reaction to that and on the flip side as I watched that whole episode I kept analyzing everything Molly said and did and I was picking up on some stuff that I didn't like so um have you had a Molly, quote-unquote, in your life, a friend that you may have had for a long time and you guys ended up parting ways for any reason or purpose? Yeah, my best friend. Um, I had had a best friend since I was 10. Mm. And she and I stopped being friends six years ago. So you don't mind, like, what happened? Well, to be honest, I don't know. I um, To this day... I don't know. And literally, these are the people that took me to church when I was a little girl. Like they, that was my second family. And I tried to reach out to her, but she, her life was, her career was booming and I was still trying to get myself together. And a lot of things that I did, she didn't necessarily approve of, or, you know, it just was, I felt like Issa because you know, she's still trying to find herself. <laughs> I was just about to say that. When you sitting here describing it, I'm like, heck, that's Molly and Issa to a T. So yeah. did yeah. you definitely feel some parallels? Like when you watched that episode and you just thought about, you know, you having a quote unquote a Molly and you guys, you know, had a split. Do you think you guys yep. grew apart? Here's the here's the thing. I think we grew apart. But if she just would have held on a little bit longer, the the when we fell apart. 30 days later, I became 
uh, I got my life together and I'm in the same career that I've been in for the last seven years. So it was six, seven years ago we fell out. So before that, I was bouncing from job to job and this, that, and the other. I didn't always have any money. And like I said, she was at the top of her career. She had already cracked the six-figure mark. So it was, but here it was. I'm the little straggly friend, and that's how I used to feel. Mm. Did, she, did she make you feel that way? Yeah, she did. Mm. I she did. And, and I tried to, like, you know, push it off and not be bothered. But she was doing things that I couldn't really afford to do. And, you know, and I kind of felt like, like it was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. So one thing. Okay. So obviously, like, as you know, I'm like super invested in this show. So um, when she said that first line, obviously, I was like, oh, my God, you know, so I was like, when I said I was picking apart everything Molly did in this particular episode and don't get me wrong, there's things I picked up, actually, and I'm like an analytical person. I'm the type of person that when I watch a show, I got to put it in real life terms. I can't when I watch a movie, you know, that's just me. So there's things that I actually picked up in prior seasons. And one thing that I picked up last season was when Issa was first telling Molly and Kelly her idea for the block party and they laughed. And I was like, "Mm, I didn't really care for that, you know? So in this particular episode, there's certain things I picked up on. I like, if, I don't know if you caught when she was in the car, when Molly was in the car with Andrew, and she made like a little snarky comment, like, you know, this is going to be kind of urban. You know, I was just like, damn, you know, you're going to automatically put down your girl's vision. Did you, uh, you know, you know she def- I didn't like that. And then, you know, when she, so mm-hmm. when she, so like I said, I didn't care for the comment in the car. Also, when she got there, as you well know, as everyone who saw it, mm-hmm. her mind was on Andrew. And I'm not knocking her having her own personal life, but I mm-hmm. kind of felt like, okay, is this the time to pull this girl aside and ask her about this dude? Like, who cares? And then afterwards, I just felt like she just was finding things to pick at when Issa did her glorious speech, which I was proud of her just as the Yeah, she did a great character. job. She, right, she came into her own. Molly was too busy sitting there picking up on the whole condola thing after what's her face is Tiffany told her to break down it. And I'm just like, really? So do you feel like your friend like just did some blatant kind of, you know, so I feel like sometimes, and it's ironic that the show's title was low key feeling myself. Cause I feel like Molly has done some low key things. Did your friend ever do like some kind of low key condescending things? Cause we all know that famous meme saying, watch out for the friends that don't clap when you win. Did you feel that she ever did like some just kind of low-key condescending things, just not blatant, but just kind of like, you know, try to water it down to put you down? Through the years, she did, but she wasn't let me, me, well, let me say this. This is what I was going to say about Molly. When the season started with her saying they're not cool anymore, you know what I said to myself? Hmm. I said, it's about time. Mm, Here's wow. the Throughout all of the episodes, Molly is, and I'm just going to put it out there, Molly to me has always been selfish. And you know what Issa is to her? To her, it seems to me that some people need a friend that's doing worse than they are so that they can feel good about themselves. And that's how I've always felt about Molly. 
I felt like Issa was that all over the place friend that she needed to feel like her stuff was together, but it ain't. You hit the nail on the head. And I agree because at the end when she's like, well, you know, your life doesn't have to be that messy. I think sometimes you live for that. I was like, girl, I was like, okay, one word, one syllable, drove. Who are you to tell anybody that this is a messy life? I was like, you just literally had an affair (laughs) with your childhood friend and knew the wife. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I feel the same way. I feel like with Molly... I mean, if I had to put some money, if we had to bet on this, like we was betting on horses, if I had to bet on this season, I feel like the demise of that friendship is going to come when Issa truly has that true come up through the next Oh, yeah. I really think that's what's going to, I just, like I said, if I had to put money on it, I feel like that's what it's going to be because anytime you see your friend blossom like that and you give him a dry congratulations, Hell no. You know. No, I can give you a perfect example. Last year in May, I put out my first book. Okay. I didn't tell anyone. That's just the type of person I am anyway. So mm-hmm. that friend sent me a message and she said, Oh, you just gonna put out a whole book and not even say nothing to nobody about it, but I'm gonna support you like I always do. Whatever. That wow. really <laughs> we like we don't even talk. What? It's just that I guess because when my book cover started running across Facebook, she saw it from someone else. And I guess she and I'm like, why though? I don't because I don't she needs to latch on because God forbid your book really blow the hell up. She can't she gotta be a part of that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, because that bothered me. I was like, I don't understand this. And I, me being the person I am, I was being nice and I was like trying to explain to her, you know, why. I didn't tell anyone because it was a lot of controversy behind that book. And she didn't even respond to my message. It's like she felt like she she said what she needed to say and then dipped out of it. I just thought that was crazy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, Issa that, and Molly, no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at first when, this first, when the show first started, and mind you, like I said, when we did the, the other episode, I ironically just happened to start watching like all the seasons over because hell, it's not like I had anything else to do. Make sure I didn't nothing, huh? Right, and I'm like, and I knew the premiere was coming, so I'm like, hey, I might as well, you know. And I actually been rewatching today because, like, I just really love the show. But like I said, I'm an Issa Rae stan. But <laughs> when the show first started in season one, I thought they had a cute friendship, but. It's like, I feel like once season two hit, it's just when it was like, okay, it's like, I think a person, like I said, like us who really pays attention to things mm-hmm. was able to pick up on some cracks. Like, wait a minute. And yeah, I really? also feel like Molly always held over her head, over Issa's head, the fact that she was in a better place in her career, even though her career is technically a mess. You know, right. I feel like he still held it over her because you know some people that's all they have is money that's it but now that I think about it that first season remember when they had the little fallout at like the second to last episode and Issa was like well you upset I, I, that I can keep a man and you need to go to therapy now right. that, I think about that, that right. showed the, the holes in that friendship because I do think now that I think about this is something I never thought about before I think mm-hmm. it really bothered Molly that Issa did have a man and she didn't. Because if you can recall in that first season, Molly was super thirsty 
farming. Like it was like some unnatural stuff. It was like, girl, oh. calm down. <laughs> Let me tell you, that happened to me too. I, I was mm-hmm. always able to, I always had a boyfriend. Always. Mm-hmm. And my friend didn't. So mm-hmm. now mind you, she's booming monetarily. Like she she got it going on. But mm-hmm. um in the personal world and the boyfriend world or whatever, it was just always a mess. So what happened was I remember one thing years ago, which kind of turned me a little bit. I was like, wow, but I kind of like brushed it off. But there was a guy that came to her about me and she told him, no, nah, you don't want to talk to her and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow. Mm. And he came back and told me. And then a couple of other things happened through the years with me and men. And she was in the middle of it and she shouldn't have been. And I'm like, this is supposed to be my best friend. But I always just let it roll off of my back. And I'm like, gosh, the one thing that I'm doing right, you don't want to see that right either because it's not right in your world. So yeah, I'm very familiar with Amali. (laughs) I was was wondering when it was going to crumble. You know, and I I agree with you that it was about time. I feel like they needed to be transparent and throw that in. Sometimes friendships die. And I'm not even, who knows that they, I mean, they may write something neat so that they'll make up eventually. Maybe that's what season five will be about, possibly. Who knows? But I'm glad that they threw that in because that's something I feel that people don't talk about a lot. Friendships do die. I'm sorry. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But on the flip side, it was so funny the line that she said when she's like, well, I don't fuck with her anymore. It was funny to me because that's literally how I describe um, people that I've cut off. <laughs> that's the first thing I'm like, oh, I don't effing blah 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 anymore. Oh, well, see, I'm not that harsh. <laughs> that's just that, but my cutoff game because I have experienced these hating little friends, air quotes. Um, now, of course, I would say they were best friends. Um, I have had two best friends in the past that I stopped dealing with. One in particular was this was a really bizarre situation. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends we met in college, sweet girl. Okay, so me and this chick, we were really tight. We met in college, mm-hmm. in University of New Orleans, and um, we were really cool. Now, towards the end of our friendship, and we had been through a lot, okay? Like, I had been with her through her first marriage, her first divorce, all types of stuff. Um, I have been through a back-and-forth situation with um, an ex-spouse of mine, and she was there through a lot of it. But towards the end of our friendship, there was a guy that I was really good friends with. Like, I mean, we and him talk like almost every day and come to find out he started flirting with her. Mm. Now kicker here and the he, he, he to this story is that <laughs> this particular friend is married. Okay. So my friend had a husband and two small children and oh this male friend who I had been with and everything, and I mean been with in a biblical sense, uh, he started flirting with her. And I didn't find this out till later. And that was the demise of our friendship because it was literally like you if you could have heard the conver- the last conversation I had with her, you would have thought it was two single women, you know, comparing notes or upset over a guy. <laughs> and my thing was I have a married friend coming back to me saying some he said, she said stuff when you got a whole husband. You know? So I was just like, I, mm-mm. and we had cracks that were starting to demise anyway 
over the few months leading to that cliffhanger or climax, whatever you want to call it. But that was pretty much the last draw for me, you know, because I was just like, this is absolutely strange and bizarre. And our friendship started to demise, too, because she was having some issues in her marriage. Mm -hmm. And he started cheating on the husband with somebody else. Oh, wow. And I'm the I'm a transparent friend and I'm the type of friend I would I'm not gonna cheerlead bad things. I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm 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 the type of friend that's gonna give you some advice like, hey, you know, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah, that so, ain't cool. Right. Correct. And so she obviously I knew what was going on and one day we were eating dinner and she mentioned something just about this situation she was going through, you know, with the cheating. And I was like, you know what? I just, I said, I don't think it's, you know, I said, what you're doing, I don't think makes any sense. I said, I don't think it's a good idea. And I just gave her the truth. I'm like, you don't even have a bad husband, you know? And right. as you and I know, not all men are perfect. And I was like, you actually got a nice one. I said, and this is the thing I don't understand. And I just was being honest with her because I was like, you're going to ruin your family for minor issues and I'm not right. knocking people's relationships but they were they were minor issues okay and I'm like you cheating for this you know I'm like Mm-mm. so later we're talking like a few weeks later like she just mentioned you know when we were talking oh my god when you said that like my heart dropped and it's like because I'm telling you the truth unlike your other friends that's hyping you up to cheat like those women are also single single and bitter so they're not gonna give you <laughs> genuine advice you know so that's when our stuff started to demise. And little did I know I would have had to get into a, a situation with that same friend or a guy I had dealt with. It was just like really pain and bizarre. So, you know, like my right. my little my scenario, a little um, messier <laughs> using Molly's term than Issa and Molly's. But, you know, that is an example of someone I was friends with for damn near. Oh, my God, at least. We met when we were like maybe nineteen or so, so I think I'd already right. been forty by then. So I mean, a good probably twenty years. Oh, this is recent, goodness. Oh yeah, this wasn't too long ago. Like this was maybe two, three years ago at the max. So okay. yeah, wow. so now is a friendship that's over, and I I don't see us ever being friends again. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's not like I I don't have any animosity. It's just that I had grown past that situation. Like it's just. I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. So, you know, like I said, I was happy that the show explored the fact that some friendships end in general, you know, and with Issa and Molly, I just just was so turned off with Molly's comments. That, oh my God, I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. And I just picked up on the fact that I felt like she wasn't encouraging her to move forward. And I feel like Kelly and Tiffany has done it too, actually, but oh, well, see, I don't they, include them in the right, but they weren't, but right, but they aren't tight with her, so it's kind of like you know, hey, and even Kelly gave her her props, and you know, so it was like, okay, so it was like, whatever, but Molly, like that, you, that's supposed to be the homie, you know, that's supposed to be the rider, like you're not supposed yeah, that's to be a, that's supposed to be because you got Kelly and Tiffany, like they close, and then you got so. Right. Actually, that dynamic is actually very on point. You you have friend groups mm-hmm. where you you have clicks within the group, and I that is right. true. That's so, true. So it that was um. True. But I I just think honestly, to to be honest, I don't want 
let me let me just be real when it comes mm-hmm. to Molly. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she is not her friend per se. Mm-hmm. It's just that, and I do believe that Molly's heart is in the right place in a lot of places, but some people, and it, this is definitely clear for Molly, when she's not winning, she doesn't want people around her to win. So that's a problem within herself that honestly, if she could get that addressed, she would probably be a better friend. But she has some issues within herself. So I hate when friendships are over and mm-hmm. they didn't have to be. So right. I think their situation, whatever they're going through, they can be fixed if Molly fixes herself first. Because she she got some problems. She's always had. She just, she just, Molly, Molly has some serious issues, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we're talking way back from season one. It's yeah, like, she's got um, some problems. I mean, so she, she's not a bad person. She just can't be happy for other people because she got to fix herself first. And I, that's why I don't want anybody out there listening to just, in, in some cases, I think you should walk away. But mm-hmm. a good friend, honestly, would, would flip things around if they could and say, hey, I don't know how you're going to receive this from me. But mm-hmm. have you ever considered counseling? I mean, I would at least try first. But here's then, the funny thing. She Issa did that in season one and Molly mm-hmm. didn't trip at first, even though she eventually started going to therapy. Going to therapy. Yeah. Apparently, because I just I mean, I'm glad she brought that up because I'm like, as I said, I've been rewatching. I don't recall seeing Molly go to therapy in that last Me either. She really needs to go back because I'm like, and and I'm not she knocking the character for I think that <laughs> She has a level of self-centeredness where she just doesn't think. And, and another thing I actually didn't like with Molly was, and don't get me wrong, I think she does love Issa. And sometimes yeah. maybe she loves her to a fault. Because just like last season, that last episode when Nathan had came back at the ghost and Molly shut him down, like, oh, no, you're not running her birthday. It was like a pro-anaconda her doing that because... Uh-huh. You know, I had mixed feelings when she did it because I was like, oh, my God, when Issa find out this isn't going to go well, you know. But on the flip side, I think it probably would have ruined her birthday. (laughs) But, you know, that was a sticky one. But I think the way Molly finally told her was pretty messed up. It's just like, I think it could have came out in a better way, possibly. Because it's like she just told her, like, very nonchalantly. And that's when I think that's the, another thing that kind of made it bad. I think she could have said it in a more, she could have finally told her maybe in a more sensitive way. Where it right, would have been right. less of a blow. Like, hey, you know, I dismissed him from talking to you. I think it just could have been handled better. And I think that's where Molly messes up. Sometimes she just really doesn't think at all. Like, even the situation with her and Andrew, you ghosted this boy anyway for how long? And now you have said that he's not committing in you? Like, are you really commitment material right now? Like, you started off- <laughs> Like, so, in the first place. <laughs> right, so it's just like, what do you want? You know, so as far as that friendship, I'm glad they writing this, is all I could say. And, and you notice, too, if you saw the preview for next week, obviously, Issa and Condola, which that's going to be another thing we, we're going to pick apart. But, you know, oh, Issa yeah. and Condola are trying to form a little friendship. And you saw the little clip when Molly's like, oh, you know, not feeling the fact that she's there. So I think there's going to be some jealousy, too, in general. I think she's possessive. Yeah. 
I don't think I think if it was the other way around, I don't see Issa being jealous of Molly making new friends personally. I just I don't know. I just don't see Issa as that type of person. But nope. it was interesting to see Molly being, you know, kind of possessive and acting jealous. I was like, hmm, this is, you know, which goes to her self centeredness in a sense, I think. Yeah, that's her friend. She can't be friends with nobody else. <laughs> then on the flip side too. Condola, even though she's only been a part of Issa's life for you know this, basically the this past episode has really shown their you know growth for the past month. You know, with the timeline, it was a month. Condola yeah. has already helped Issa gain, get to another level, which Molly yeah. has done actually. When Molly came in that party, the mixer Issa, you know, was like, "Hey, help me, you know, get help me out." Right? Well, she didn't. She didn't do anything. You know, nope. I'm just saying, like, this is your friend Vision. This is her dream. And once again, I experienced that, too, just in the past year since I decided to resign from payroll, the, the career that I really didn't care for at all. Like, it was making me physically ill. I had some writers that was all for it. Like, look, whatever you do, I'm with you. Because they knew I was going to obviously not become homeless. You know, so they were like, hey, whatever you got to do for your mental sanity and your health, you need to go for it, you know. But I felt like I also had, you know, the air quote friends or air quote acquaintances who I just felt like I didn't get that support from them. And oh, yeah. that, and I, and to this day, I wouldn't expect it. And even with this podcast, I had one particular person I know they wasn't not they wasn't feeling me doing the podcast, but now all of a sudden that we like twenty five episodes in, oh, I'm getting some some cheerleading from it, and it's like, okay, where were you when I didn't know what the hell I was doing? With it? You know, it's right. like, you know, you I'm not were all of yeah. right? I'm not trying to be salty, <laughs> but I'm just saying I do have a memory, you know, and I'm like, you wasn't feeling this when I first started it, you know, it seemed well, like a far fetched idea, but now you're seeing, oh, wait a minute. I, that's not true friendship to me and I just feel like yeah. you know sometimes you got to categorize people am I gonna cut some of the people off no like it ain't even that serious but mind you they wasn't that serious to begin with for me to even be bothered over the fact that I knew they wasn't supporting it but you know I could feel it like you're not really feeling this you know and I kind of feel like that's what Issa's going through now too I think I really think that's what we're gonna see in the next few episodes because obviously that block part is gonna be a success I mean we already see yeah. she's come a long way. And, you know, as a viewer, I'm proud of her. You know, I'm just proud of the character in general. Because, like I said, I feel so many parallels. And that's just, you know, me and you. Like, people with the artistic spirit, you know, people with that artistic spirit, they're not going to walk along the same beat as other people. You know, and mind you, her other friends, they all like these nine-to-five professionals, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. But, you know... I think when you think outside of the box, like she does, it does kind of isolate you in a sense. And that's when you really, truly need real friends, you know, that's not judging you or not judging your dreams and not laughing at your, at your, your goals and looking at you sideways. That's, you know, you don't need those type of people. So, you know, I picked up a lot (laughs) with the whole Issa and Molly dynamic in general. And you know, like well, I said, there's I things I picked up last season when she was trying to tell them the idea she wanted to do, and they were laughing. And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm like that." <laughs> you know, it's just like that's not a friend. 
Well, I can tell you, um, when I put my, my first book out last year, the majority of my friends did not buy my book. They still haven't bought it. Mm. And it's okay. I've, um, I'm very, I'm pretty much an introvert anyway. Mm-hmm. So I have gotten more support from people on Instagram than, <laughs> than I have for people I've known for years. Who and a couple of them, I'm, <laughs> huh? I said, who are you telling? You know, Instagram is like, <laughs> I have some writers off Instagram that I've probably known a, a month over some of my own relatives and, <laughs> and friends. That's right, really. Instagram is like the place to go if you've been rejected by, you know, I, I could do an app Instagram. If you've been rejected by your friends and family, you better get an Instagram profile and you'll get you some clients, customers. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It is. So it's like I don't even put that on my friends anymore. I just don't. I um it's whatever. I just look at the fact that you know what? I'm gonna rise up by myself. And it is what it is. I don't because if, if that would actually get me down if I sat around and waited on them to support me. Every time they call me, I'm like, I'm writing. I'm writing. You know what I'm saying? They they know what I'm doing and it's I, I, you know, actually, I'm sorry. One of them was promoting and supporting another friend, and mm-hmm. I mean that hurt my feelings. Like I was hurt, mm-hmm. but I never said anything. I just left it alone. I was like, "Wow," but that's all right. I I usually make moves by myself anyway. That's just it works best for me. And I can attest to that too. It got to the point where I'm like. What's the purpose of me focusing on the ones who aren't supporting me? Like, this is a waste of my time. And here's the thing. Thank God I didn't think twice about the people who didn't support me. I mean, even with the podcast, if I had a thought about some of the people that did a side eye when I did like my first one or two episodes, I wouldn't be at where I'm at now with the podcast. It's grown. I've met so many great people even when I was on like the television show in New Orleans right before this COVID-19 took over, that wouldn't even happen if I had not done this. So that's why I was like, you know, sometimes with Issa, if she had waited and listened to those friends that put down the situation, she wouldn't even get to where she's at. So, you know, we just gotta, that's just just a good lesson. You know, sometimes I think people, and it's kind of going off the topic in a sense, but it's important to note, like you can't go by what you're, quote unquote friends think about you. you know, oh, absolutely. Some of those people that you think is a friend is not even really a friend anyway. You know, and they don't have right. your best interest at heart. So you have to still right. keep forward. You know, because if not, you'll be spending your lifetime passing up your dreams and opportunities because you want an approval or you want to fit in and conform. You know, and I think even people our age get into that thing where you want to conform to other people you worried about what other people think you know you can't do that you know especially for artists so let's move forward so obviously we broke apart (laughs) that whole situation so (laughs) another thing that I noticed obviously as we talked about when we first started the podcast obviously there was some you know, to me, some cringy sex scenes, but um, yeah, that was a bit much. I said, yeah, but the thing about the first one was obviously she's dating outside of her quote unquote type. So, yeah, have you yeah. ever? Do, first of all, do do you think you have a type? Air quotes, and if so, have you ever stepped out of that type? I'm gonna tell you, 
the guy that she was with, the what is he? Uh, he works at the airport. Yeah, he's a TSA agent, which I'm assuming she uh, probably met one day while she was doing Lyft. I'm just guessing. <laughs> right. Um, uh, that he would not be my type. I'm trying to think of a politically correct way to say this. He would. I um. I I kind of mean what I'm about to say, and I'm sorry, but I usually <laughs> typically don't. <laughs> I typically don't like big guys. So as I watched that scene, I was like, what is she doing? Lawrence is more my type. I like tall basketball builds. That's just kind of what I've always liked. And it's just, every time I've tried to date outside of that, I couldn't get it out of my head. (laughs) That was the thing that was so cringy because... (laughs) You can see, like, obviously the big difference in sizes because she seemed mm-hmm. like a little ant. And it was just like, Lord. oh, my God. Like, every time I've rewatched the episode, I've actually fast-forwarded through that. And like I said, I don't consider myself a prude necessarily. I mean, heck, my previous podcast was about sex, but I just was like, ew. You know, like, I just found <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't rock with the scene. I was like, okay, I get the point, and I thought it kind of dragged on, and... Yeah, it did I'm go like, on a little bit too long. I'm like, wait a minute, what is your... Yeah, I was just like, okay, like... like be done already. <laughs> Come on. Right. Um, as far as a type, I definitely do have a type, um, which... But this, I think it's coincidental. Most of the people that I have dated, they've been like they've been like a very nice muscular build, mm-hmm. very much taller than I am. Like I do have a like a over six feet thing, but that's just <laughs> I mean it's not like I put a billboard sign saying okay if you tall and built come over my way. It's just I just happen to you know I guess luck out and meet these different people, and that is my type. Now, however. I have had two instances, I'm thinking two off the top of my head, where I stepped out of that, and I don't know, it's just not my thing. It's just like, I just feel like sometimes we're kind of ashamed to say we have a type, because we don't want to seem like we're shallow or whatever, but if we have a type, yeah, but a type I mean... I have a guy friend now that says that, like, we'll laugh and joke, and he'll say little things to me like... Man, I'd be glad when you get the CEO you're looking for. I'm like, CEO, where do you get that from? He said, that's just, he said, that's just things like that's what you're looking for. And he said, oh, blue collar brother like me, you don't even see me. So when the coronavirus situation hit, he said, you see who's still working? Blue collar. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, but, you know, I just feel like, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like, you know, there's two different types. Sometimes people have a type career-wise you know like people and then on the flip side him being a heavyset brother some people Uh have a type where they like a particular physical feel Mm -hmm. now as far as that show obviously come on they don't really give any props to blue collar anything (laughs) you know so obviously i think they were trying to do like a double whammy him having you know like a quote-unquote blue collar type career right. and not being a security tsa that's what he is tsa <laughs> right you know so i think that's what they were trying to go for and i just feel like and don't get me wrong i was kind of like mm, that's what she's rocking with now i was like okay interesting you know but 
I, I feel like there's no shame in having a type. Now, I was reading a lot of the blogs after the episode, of course, and um, I'm actually in this Facebook group, which you may want to look out for. Um, you may want to join it. It's really cute. It's like an insecure discussion forum, which I okay. thought was really cute. And I've been in it for a while. And mind you, it was we were just talking about random stuff, obviously, over the past 20 months since season three, you know. But once, obviously, season four picked up obviously everyone's back to talking about the show directly so some people were pointing out well he's been more supported than any guy she's ever been with now i mean i don't know i just i just kind of feel like oh so we got a downgrade now to find stuff and, you, and she wasn't feeling him in my opinion i just felt like she was just kind of like to me she didn't seem like she was all excited about him i think she was just looking at him like something to do physically which i really don't understand (laughs) i was just like i mean like i said the scene was just the sex scene was just like really it was was too much for me you know and i I don't like i said i don't even want to sound prudish by saying it because i don't feel like i'm a prude i just was like it was just too much i just wasn't feeling i was like this is so silly and goofy you know (laughs) I just, I don't know. It was just useless. And I was like, okay. I guess it, it just was so much to show how they are like opposites, in my opinion, or how they just don't really mesh, I guess is the best way of putting it. But I don't know. And I just was like, I don't, I just, I just feel like when you date outside your type, I, I don't know. I have to, maybe I should do a show on that strictly alone. I just don't think it's. Oh, like, yeah. That would make period. an amazing show. <laughs> That right. would make an amazing show because honestly, when I have dated outside of my type, I was, and I'm going to be very transparent right now, it, I was not, it, well, it was not fair to the person that I was dating mm-hmm. because a particular guy, he could not figure out while I, why I was always picking at him. Oh my God, did I pick at him? And I, looking back on that, I was, it was so ugly of me to do that. He couldn't do anything right. I was not attracted to him at all. And he felt it in his spirit. But every time he said it to me, I was like, boy, get out of your feelings. That's that's not even it. But he knew. He knew. And eventually we broke up. I was like, I just did not like him. So I was being mean to him. <laughs> and, well, and he kept trying, kept trying. But he was a big guy. And I just did not like it. And it was me. I'm sorry. Well, here's a good question out of that. So, okay, so let's break that apart. So I think a lot of times when people are single, they like to say, oh, well, and let me break down single, first of all, because some people are single and <laughs> satisfied. Some people are single and thirsty. Sorry mm-hmm. people get offended by that statement. But I'm talking about people who may be single and, like, they're really like, oh, I really want to meet somebody, blah, blah, blah. I feel like the first thing people tell them sometimes is, well, maybe you should date a surgery tech. You know, and so here's the kicker. Does okay, so should physicality even matter? To me it does. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, like I said, I'm not current I'm currently single, but number one, half of that is a good portion of that is COVID nineteen. I'ma probably be single until girl, look, I ain't rushing to date nobody after that'll be a whole different episode but when I say I am good it's too much to deal with right now like mm -mm, like unless we dating in hazmat suits like you're not gonna touch me we're not gonna kiss 
I don't even want to, you know, we're going to social distance. Maybe I'll find a virtual boo, but I'm totally good in that department. But I'm saying before all of this, I feel like people are quick to like kind of encourage people to date outside of their, their quote unquote type if they have one. And I don't yeah. know. I met this guy. Um, obviously, it's before this COVID-19 situation, but I met this guy <laughs> a while ago. And as I just mentioned, historically most of the people I've dated not all of them there's like a handful of people that haven't been this tall but most of the people I've dated over the years they're over six feet and they do have a particular build so that's just I don't know if it's just a coincidence whatever but I met someone recently and he was actually shorter than I was and I was just like oh I'm just I was automatically unattracted (laughs) Just by his height alone, and I know that probably sounds mean and shallow, but here's the thing. It wasn't just the height. Like, we just did not mesh personality-wise. Like, I just, everything he said, I was just like, crickets. I was like, I'm not feeling this, you know? So, and I don't know, if he was the build I had, that I had been used to with that dry personality I don't know. It's just, I was just like, all I kept thinking is like, he's so short and boring. This is all I kept thinking. Like, he's just not my type, you know? So, Aww. I don't know. And I know that sounds super mean, but I just. No, it's not. That's what you like. That's what you like, you know? Hey, and I'm just like, I don't want to apologize for what I like. So, you know, ECSA, <laughs> I don't know. I hope they like explore just what the heck is going on with that and the upcoming episodes. I don't know if she's just bored or what, but. I just don't, I don't see that. And then, you know, you know, it's more so than him being a big dude. He's an idiot. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's not exactly. He's so an idiot. Like, so I almost halfway put up with the big dude part, but he's an idiot. I'm like, no way. Come on, man. And I mean, he was super loud, you know. At, at, yes. I like, I don't think she even really needed him to be security, quite frankly, because he was so ignorant. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, you're trying to get investors, and the first person they see, I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, so I had some mixed little feelings about that. So moving forward from Mr. TSA guy, which we know that's not going to last. I mean, come on. But (laughs) moving forward from the TSA situation, of course, the big reveal in this episode was, ha ha, Miss Condola is dating Issa's ex, Lawrence. So, oh my yeah. God, I had so many feelings about that. Um, first of all, yeah. obviously as awkward as can be, um, when she told Lawrence, it was so funny when Condola went to meet up with Lawrence and <laughs> she brought it up. And the funniest part to me, the part that I was waiting for was when she said, how long have you guys been together? I was waiting for that five years to come up. Oh yeah! I was like, "Come on and tell her." Like I'm waiting for her to know it was been five years. Because there was no, there was not a fly by night relationship. Exactly, five <laughs> years was a long time. Like in general, most people would have been married by then. So you know, I just had so many thoughts about it. I thought it was, you know, the only thing I kind of had mixed feelings about was when he was like, "Why well, you still gonna work with her?" I kind of was like, "What the hell? Like why not?" You know, maybe I'm just reaching but I wouldn't I wouldn't work with her I mean, I'm sorry. here's the thing it's awkward as hell don't get me wrong like it's it's such a weird situation I'm not gonna lie it's very yeah. weird the only thing is I guess they should have gave us maybe more of a background on what has transpired between Lawrence and Condola in the past month because 
here's the thing when I date people, I don't do exes. So when I date people, like I don't want to hear about your ex, period. And it's not for insecurity reasons at all. It's just I, I don't need you to tell me anything about your ex. My thing is, the only thing I do want to know is, is she still alive? Because I, I do want to know. Still alive. I want to know she's missing and you're a prime suspect. So that's the only thing I need to. Know. Oh my god! Okay, what if am she's missing yeah. and you a suspect? Yeah, you. I need to hear about your ex. Like, okay, really? And that's when I know it's time for me to head for the hills. But if you know she's alive and healthy and not missing, I don't need to hear about your ex. Like, what's the point? You know. So that's just me personally. But you know, in general, I think sometimes people do like the kiss and tell, and they do break it break down their exes and that's like to me it's a turn off i've dated people like that before and they start bringing up their ex and want to say negative stuff about their ex i'm like what's the point and you trashing your ex like i just think it's like you obviously not over that person or you have some hang-ups right you have unresolved so like i said for me it's a turn off i don't like when men do that but i don't know that's why i said i guess it depends on the situation between lawrence and Uh like did they discuss his ex? Did he say, oh, she cheated on me and blah, 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 which, you know, as I said previously, I'm like, Lawrence exactly wasn't no damn catch at the last two years of that relationship anyway, but I don't know. I just think this is going to be so awkward. To me, I think it would be the most awkward for Lawrence and not the two women because if I was him, because if I was him, I would be concerned if they continued their friendship and they do start to compare notes. Like if I was Lawrence, I may not necessarily want Condola to know that I was unemployed for X amount of years in my past relationship. Uh, You know, just, I just in general, like I may not want her to know this. I may not want her to know that this chick cheated on me. Like she may wonder, well, what did I do or something? You know, I think for me, it would be the most awkward for him for them to stay friends. I do feel that the two women can be mature enough to just work on a work level, even though I think from the clip that they're going to show, it seems like they're actually developing a friendship with it. Like I said, it's going to be awkward. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something about their friendship. You ain't never heard the saying, you keep your, uh, your what is it, your friends close, but your enemies closer? Right, right. So just think about it too. <laughs> When Condola went to that mixer, which I'm sure it took everything under the sun to go to it, but when she saw mm-hmm. Issa coming to her own, gee, what did she do that night? She went and consummated her relationship. <laughs> like, but like, let me that was sure That's chick. why she did Because <laughs> I thought about it later. I was like, maybe she was like, let me go, um, you know, do whatever with this dude. So he don't, because now I'm like, so wait I a minute, he's got it going on. Like, oh, hell no. You know, I think exes in general, I think bothers people because I think sometimes people feel like the door is always slightly cracked for an ex. So yeah, I think that's why sometimes people get insecure or whatever. You know, like I said, for me personally, I just choose not to, I don't want to, I guess it's just a major turnoff for me when a man mentions anything about his ex. And I just, I don't like it, you know, but I do feel like, in general, because I've been on the flip side of it. I've been in situations where, because I was time divorced, I've been in situations where, like, a new person is threatened by an ex that's not even thinking about that person at all. It's like, give me a break. <laughs> like, I dated someone one time, which I thought this was, like I said, this was a turnoff, and we didn't last too long, but he mentioned mm-hmm. his ex-girlfriend one time, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, if we ever run into her, she might approach you. And I was like, and if she does approach me, 
you would be the one that's going to be single immediately because I don't do I, tricks are for kids, you know, like I don't, right. I don't play games with, I just don't. I'm like, she would approach me for what? Like, who cares? You know, and that's just the way I look what to me, right? Right, because I'm like, I'm a little too grown for this. Like, you know, it's like, give me a break. Like, approach me for what? Like, who gives a true damn? But in his mind, he really thought that. I'm just like, you know, like, you're not all that anyway, boo. Like, no one cares. <laughs> but, you know, but some people I just think like to throw in exes and all that stuff to make themselves feel good or whatever. I think it's ridiculous, but I really think, if anything, it would be most, mostly awkward for Lawrence. Like, I could I could see those two women still working together professionally because, obviously, I think Condola definitely picked up that your girl got a good idea with the, with the, um, the black party. You know, so nothing. And then for her to see when Issa did that speech, you know, and came into her own, like, okay, this girl is, you know, she's not just full of it. She actually knows what she's trying to do. And mind you, they had grown a good little friendship over the past month. So it's going to be awkward for sure. And it's definitely going to be some interesting writing, you know. So I'm curious to see how that's going to go. So you said you definitely wouldn't continue to be friends with her? Well, I would put it like this. I would I would be business partners with mm-hmm. her and I would let her know up front, like, look, you know what? This entire situation I'm sure is awkward for the both of us. So I'm gonna be up front and I'm going to say, if if at all possible, can we continue to do business? Because I think we work well together. Mm-hmm. However, if it starts leaning toward a friendship, I would let her know that that's not a good idea. Because <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm sorry, I can't hear no, you. No, I said I agree with that. Yeah, because I'm like, it it will be. Because how, honestly, how close can they possibly be? True, how can they? Because they, they right, it is only right, and and where where can they possibly go with that? Because at the same time, we're trying to become friends, but this is your boyfriend, and typically with your friends, you hang out together. True. You do, you know what I'm saying? What? what how is that going to work? That <laughs> is true. Yeah. So I would I would let her know off top. That's not a good idea. True. Now, don't get me wrong. I think. My assessment is especially true. Like you, you did, you brought up a good point. The timeline, according to this show, is that it has only been a month. So, if I, a new mm-hmm. relationship like that, like I said, I would work with her professionally simply because they had yep. already started that and established that, and it seems like it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But as far as mm-hmm. hanging out and going to the lunch, yeah, that would be awkward as hell. Like it literally makes no sense. Cause that's a fresh relationship. Right. So, you know, and it's, it's, it's opening the door for too much because what mm-hmm. if something gets said? And that's why I'm like, to me, if I was Lawrence, I'd be losing my mind, you know, but <laughs> as far as the business part though, I don't see the harm in that. And like you said, if it's done professionally, of course, you know, and that would have to be a conversation, which they tried to have at the mixer, but they really honestly kind of like brushed it off. Yeah. That was the wrong you know? place. That's right, correct. That but they definitely, to me, if this was real life, would I mean they should have a conversation? I mean, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. considering that is just that that timeline is just a month though. I mean, I would not though. If someone was like, I, I just really can't deal with her, you know. Depending, you know, because it really has been a month. But you know, like I said, professionally wise, even if it was a situation where if she said, "Well, this is just a little too awkward," and maybe she referred her for somebody else to help her, I would knock that at all. I just was, you know, just from the outside watching, I was like, oh, God, you know, don't leave this chick hanging as far as with her vision because she clearly needs, you know, some help because, you know, that was my only thing with it. 
Right. The boys are the way. So she did the right thing. Condola pushed through with the professionalism, mm -hmm. and I was proud of her right. for that. Again, I don't think that she went home and had sex with Lawrence. It, I think that her reason for doing that is absolutely to keep him. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She wants to make sure that he has her on his mind oh, at all times. Oh, and, and that highlights her insecurity. Mm -hmm. So this is crazy. I guess the show is called Insecure. Everybody on the show is insecure. Because <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Because I always tied insecure to Issa. But she brought up an excellent point. Insecurity is with, with all, all of her them. friends are insecure. Right. So that's such an excellent point that you just made. And I think her. Even Tiffany. Right. Tiffany is as insecure oh, as I definitely. Can. I think her going and, and, and consummating that relationship, which I'm assuming that was the first time. I don't know. But, you know, just from assumptions, I just, I just feel mm -hmm. like it was. Not a coincidence, like like you said. Let me make sure <laughs> I put him on my. Put, I'm put. I put myself on his mind. You know, especially now that I see. Because mind you, this is a first relationship, and now I see first right. and his ex. And on top of that, they were together five years. That's a long time. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and you know, a question didn't come up: How long they had been broken up? Did they? Did they answer that? Um, see, that's why I wish I wish they kind of gave us more of a background as to what, how Lawrence and what's her face's Condola's relationship, if you can call it a relationship, but what's what's transpired <laughs> in the past thirty damn days since it's just been a month, you know? Because who knows what she knows about his ex? That's so I'm just like, you know, there's different stages to dating, and like I said, some people don't dis discuss their past period, or even if they do. Did you really discuss it that early on? Who knows? So that's why I kind of wish they had given us slight, slight, uh, you know, slightly a background as to exactly where is Lawrence and Condola even at? You know, like has his ex ever come up in conversation? You know, or what? So you know, right? That would be interesting to know just to get more of an idea of like where these two have progressed. Which, of course, is fair to see, fair to to. Uh, to assume that obviously in a future episodes, I guess they're obviously going to explore where these two are going relationship wise, which I don't know. I don't see them together. Only maybe because I'm biased. I don't know. <laughs> Not that I want him. Well, do you, you still want him to be with Not Issa? Not at all. I don't. But I guess because <laughs> I was team Issa and not team Lawrence because I felt like when she cheated, so many people were just like, and mind you, only because, ironically, I started dating a guy at the time. So when we would discuss the show, of course, oh. he was Team Lawrence because he was looking at it from the male perspective. And I was just like, I'm not saying cheating is right, but I'm like, let's not ignore that he was unemployed for like two years. I'm just like, that is just totally pathetic. I'm sorry. I'm like, that's not a Yeah, man. but being unemployed, they don't push your legs open, though. But, I'm sorry. But as a man, you unemployed, <laughs> living up under your girlfriend for two years, I mean, I didn't have much sympathy for him in general because I just kind of felt like, bruh, please, you know, you were trying to work on Woot Woot, his little app. Like, you still could have been working. <laughs> that was my only thing because I'm like, she was sitting No, great. He should have right. been working, but she should have put him out Correct. instead of cheating on him. That's what, that, that was the way to handle it. Like, don't, don't fight yourself out because of him. <laughs> don't right, do she it. She should have walked away from that, quite frankly. You know? Yeah, and she and she really did hold herself out too. I was like, really? You 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 went out it like was that? Just not <laughs> worth it, you know. Especially like I said, since I've been since I've been rewatching it, it's just like, why was she even with him? Because that that's the only thing when 
I look at Lawrence now and I feel like he kind of has gathered like a slight level of cockiness. It's like, boo, you wasn't always like this though. You know, <laughs> it's like you were like sitting oh, on yeah. the couch. No, no, for not, well, not even, ha- didn't even have a fresh shave forgetting your girlfriend's birthday. Like don't, you know, have that same little energy when you start acting like you boyfriend of the year. Cause you're not, that was my only thing. <laughs> Cause I feel like, but you know what? Condola's probably going to reap all the benefits. Sure is. Just when he grow he had that's always the case. Oh, girl, just like when he got the <laughs> wine and everything, it's, it just annoyed me when he was pouring the wine. I'm like, boy, go sit down. Because <laughs> I'm still stuck on what he forgot that girl's birthday for seasons ago. But no, you know, I was just like, of course she's going to reap the benefits. You know, and I think mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. the new one always reaps benefits. I, we've all probably been, you know, that cleanup woman that's reaped benefits from somebody that is. Oh yeah, you know, of course we have, and vice versa. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've have dated men who definitely got a better version than the other person prior to them because I think everyone (laughs) does a little better. I would hope, you know. Well, if you have true growth, everyone does like they. I would think level up as far as what they do in their relationships. I would think, you know. So that that was just an interesting one. So, what are your predictions for season four in general as a whole? Honestly, I do not want this to happen. But I think that Issa is, well, that Lawrence is going to cheat on Condola with Issa. You know, I read in some blogs people were saying the same thing. I can see that happen because that's usually how TV works. I really hope not, but and her and Condola gonna fall out big time. I hope not. That would be so freaking awkward. I definitely think they're yeah, gonna cross I, paths I, and something's gonna transpire. I, I can't necessarily say I see her getting with Lawrence, but I think something's gonna happen that's gonna definitely cause issues. I think something's gonna happen between Issa and Lawrence, even if it's just like an just an outing or just a look or just something said wrong that will affect Lawrence Condola for sure. I mean, I think that's inevitable because they all too close for comfort right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I honestly think they're going to get together at least mm-hmm. for one night, you know, wow. and I believe that her and Molly, and I think that little teaser right there, I don't think that's all the way. That's just to pique your your interest. I don't think her and Molly gonna completely fall mm-hmm, out either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when Tiffany gonna drop that darn baby? She's been pregnant with for seven years. Three seasons. I'm like, like <laughs> I say, when she gonna drop that baby? This is ridiculous. I'm just like, I can't. I really can't deal with this. Like, I need her to have the damn baby next episode because when they showed her Sunday, I was like, hold up. Like she's still pregnant. Like, when she walked in there with that belly, I was like, "Come the hell on!" You know, I mean, this is TV. Like the baby could have been three. Nobody, you know, like come, come on. I was just like, "Are you?" That was ridiculous. I'm like, I'm really tired of this. So I don't know if that's a running joke or something, but I'm like, she's really been pregnant. It must be because they doing she's too been much pregnant with the baby. She found that at the end of season two that she was pregnant. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And what's the other one's Kelly, name? The crazy um, one, Kelly. Kelly, that's right. I don't like, and I've never liked it. I don't like that on any show. Why is it that the big girl got to be like that? Loud. She, and loud, throwing herself at me, and I've never liked that. It's, but it's that a is the stereotype. That is definitely a thought character. It's another stereotype, you know, with 
I need them to grow her up just a little bit, just just for the purposes of being showing some growth in black women. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, can we can we grow up? Because in this particular episode, she was trying to throw herself at the old man. I'm like, come on, man, can we get any growth in this girl? Right, I agree. And then the funny thing is, you know, she's actually one of the writers of the show. And if you, I don't know if you watched the wind down episode that comes on afterwards. She said repeatedly that she's not even like that in real life, but she's ironically one of the show's head writers. Natasha Rockwell. And that's what you do. It's just, you know, I mean, I do agree. I feel like every show, um, every black urban show that has us in it, we always got to have that one quote unquote clown. Always. Big girl. Always the big girl. That is true. And they always (laughs) stereotype. And I don't think it's, I I don't know. And I like whenever, I always like when they show Kelly and she, and don't get me wrong, I do think she's hilarious, but. I do feel like it is stereotypical, like you said, and I do feel like there's like some moments where it's like, wow, she really said that. <laughs> like when they was at the um the little the the drive the little movie at the at the um season three at the end of it, she's all like, "F you, Trail." It's like, come on now, you know? <laughs> and like do we have to do this, you know? So. And, you know, it would be nice to see some type of level of seriousness with her, which it seems like they've obviously going to grow Tiffany's character to a degree, like, you know, from the clips I saw when she was talking about her baby and everything, which her character kind of annoys me, too. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah. And we definitely know that she's nothing like that in real right. life. Either. That's probably one of the reasons why it's hard for me to connect to that character, because I know that's not Amanda Seals, period. <laughs> I love Amanda You know, like she's so outspoken and woke. I love that. So that's why I'm just like, I don't see Amanda yep. Seals being like Tiffany. You know, like I just, I mean, Boca, right? like yeah, like I know. Anti oh. that entire character, you know. So that's why it's just, you know, it's interesting. And you know what else? Actually, we skipped over the fact that. Do you think that Tiffany was wrong? Here's my thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. I think that she knew, quite frankly, when she's like, I didn't know. It's just like, uh, because when they was in that office, it just seemed a little bit like, girl, you knew this. I was just the first, I was kind of like, <laughs> she did know. She said, You come out there, one guy you went out with one time, like she was trying to make it, she was trying to minimize what was going on, right? So Here's my thing. Okay, so Tiffany's character in general, I feel like out of all of them, she definitely puts down Issa the most, actually. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and you notice from all the way from season one, because obviously they have that link with Lawrence and Derek being friends. They, her and Derek, they always knew certain things. Like, remember in season one, at the end of the season where Issa had cheated and they had broken up, but she hadn't told everybody. Of course, Tiffany had already knew that. You know, so... Right. I think Tiffany knew. Um, do I think she should have said something? Because I had I've read a lot of mixed things on the blog. Some people's like no, because it it was on like one date. Me personally, yeah, I think she should have said something. Do I think um, it makes her less of a friend that she didn't say anything? Not necessarily, but it was awkward as hell. And I mean, I would be uncomfortable if okay, you know this chick dated my ex and I'm all in her face. You know, because it's like, who knows what 
could have been said. Like I, I, you know, I would, I honestly would have had an issue with it. Would have been enough to end our friendship. No, but I would have got to the point where I've been like, well, I'm not too comfortable with her because what else? What what else will you keep from me? You know. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I had a situation just like that. Mm-hmm, I can hear you. Okay. I had a, a situation just like that, and it was one of my friends. And it was a guy that that was my ex. And when I tell you that ex and I, we had a roller coaster. I mean, it was mm. a mess. But I was getting over him. Like it was it was over. And but I still had, you know, a couple mm. feelings in there. Well, next thing I know, she goes out with this other girl. They went out to a little club. And my ex was there. He ends up hooking up mm. with her friend. And my friend said to me, she said, I'm going to be real honest with you. Because what happened was I went to town and I was calling him. Like we were supposed to be trying to, you know, be friends or whatever. And he stood me up and I was sitting on the phone telling my friend, I'm like, I don't know where he was last night. That was wrong and blah, blah, blah. So into the conversation, she said, OK, 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 I can't do this no more. I'm going to wow. tell you where he was. I'm you like, what? <laughs> And then she came, she's like, yeah, he ran into her just two weeks ago when I was with him and they hooked up. She said, I had no idea that it was going to go beyond the flirting at the club. I had no idea. But when she started telling me, I was like, okay, well, y'all are done. But she said, I felt awkward. And he went on to deal with that girl for about nine or 10 wow. more months. And it was the most hurtful time. Oh, so my God. Happened? And so eventually, between you and a friend, like, did you guys stay friends? She's still one of my closest friends because what it, what happened was in the very end, well, she started feeding me information. She was like, yeah, he started standing her up. He don't really like her. She's feeling really bad. So in a sense, she was useful. <laughs> my friend was like, she was, she was making me feel bad because <laughs> he was mistreating her. And then when it came down to it, the girl said something to her and my friend and I heard her because we were on three way. My friend stood up and she said, wait a minute, let me be clear. My loyalty is mm. to China. I was like, yes. Me, <laughs> That's how we're supposed well, let me to ask be. you a question. Let's say, so what if the guy and the other chick had actually popped it off and was successful? Do you think you would have been able to stay friends with the friend in that instance? Well, I think I would have because her and that particular girl, they they fell out because of mm. that. So it was, yeah, the girl, they fell out because she kept trying to include my friend in their situation. And my friend kept distancing herself from it. Like she, she didn't want to hear about it. She didn't want to be around it. She just didn't want to have no parts of it. So eventually they fell out anyway before her, before her, excuse me, before her and the guy stopped talking. So I said back and she said, this is a mess. I she I didn't know they exchanged numbers that night. So it was it was just crazy. But the girl, it didn't pop off. And if it would have, I probably would have just had to go off in my little room and cry for a little while and come mm-hmm. out and be okay. But my friend, she ain't even friends with the girl no wow. more. Wow. That is a trip. Well, I feel yeah, you don't want to see your ex happy <laughs> in some cases. Well, I have a feeling that this whole season is going to explore friendships. I feel like each season kind of has like a theme. 
Um, I, I just think for them to open it up like that is just going to be focusing mainly on friendship and growth is my thing. We're going to see Issa grow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think she's finally found like her niche and something that she's happy about. And she's going to get that career that makes her happy. I think that's definitely about to happen. Um, as far as her and Molly, oh my God, I think we're about to see some interesting things. Just seeing the potential demise of a friendship or, and I mean, this is television. So I, obviously I don't think any demise between them will be permanent anyway, but I'm just saying, you know, it's going to be interesting though to see a demise of a friendship, just to see what breaks up this, this duo, you know, or just to see if Molly's going to, I don't know. A part of me thinks Nathan's going to come in the picture some type of way too in this season. And yeah, that that would be great if they popped in. I think he definitely will because obviously Molly and Andrew has that tie because when Molly, remember, was asking her, oh, Andrew wanted to know, could he invite Nathan? Which I kind of was like, this ain't Andrew's place to be inviting nobody, you know? So I was just like, what? You know? So part of me wonders if they're going to fall out because... I wonder why she didn't let them come. Well, see, I what guess that's some gaps they're going to fill in, I would guess, in the next month you know, of what transpired between them over the past month. Because as you could recall, in that last season, that last episode, he after he had ghosted, he appeared. So who knows? Obviously, something didn't yeah. pop off to stick with them in that past month gap, you know? I mean, and she's already screwing around with the TSA person. So obviously, her and Nathan, something popped off um, between them that didn't work out. So I'm interested. In, I would hope they're right. going to I would think they're going to clear up that storyline. They would have to, because, I mean, they brought his name up, and he's Andrew's roommate. So, definitely, I would think they're going to explain, you know, what happened, what, you know, why they didn't stick it out, or maybe that's something that'll happen further in the season, because this season has 10 episodes. Other episodes, I mean, seasons normally had eight. So, this is going to be an interesting one, but... Do you have any final thoughts regarding Insecure? Like I said, I'm super excited. I really do love the show. I wish it was on Netflix because I would have been done watching the whole season by now. But that was the only sad part <laughs> that I have to wait. I know but you got to wait. You know, with this whole quarantine and thing, I'm so accustomed to just watching out seasons now. Like when I watched Ozark, I spent an entire Friday watching season three of Ozark. Now, don't get me wrong, I regretted it after the last episode. So I was like, damn, I don't have anything else to watch because it was so good. And I watched the whole thing <laughs> and the ending was like freaking phenomenal. So I was like, oh no, like I should have waited. But, you know, if if Insecure is on Netflix, I would have been done by now. So, yeah, I love the show. Yeah, I mean, well, Ed, I'm super yeah, excited yeah. that Insecure is back. I think it's going to be a very interesting season for sure. Um, like I said, I'm super curious. I'm happy that it's back. I mean, I can't believe it's been almost two years. I just think that's so bizarre that it's been that oh, long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been busy. Sister definitely <laughs> been busy, so I got to give it that. But that's when you know you have a good show that you can wait damn near two years and like you're full. And people still you know, back come in back the day, watch. shows yeah. will come back after like a few months, you know, and that's a new thing now. Like you wait centuries for a new show. So that's when you know like you're at the top of your game. So as I said, you know, like I'm an Issa Rae stand, so I I'm definitely rooting for her. Anything that she does, like I said, I'm a fan way back a decade ago from Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, which you know, <laughs> 
still have love for her. Right. So like I said, I'm rooting for her in general. Like she said, she rooting for everybody black. I'm rooting for everything Issa Rae. So, you know, definitely rooting for her. So I'm definitely enjoying it. So I hope everyone listens and they enjoy our chit chat about Insecure. Of course, you can reach out to us when I post everything on Instagram. You'll be able to reach out and contact us. So until we meet again, thanks, Miss China. <laughs>